Hey, welcome to Chaos in the Attic. I'm your host, Noor. I'm here to share all things that go on in my head, from thoughts to my opinions on things that I feel should be talked about and things that are just not addressed at all. I know we all have thoughts that we feel are not discussed, and I'm here to hopefully express some of those thoughts that you're having. Thanks for tuning in, and now let's get chaotic. Hi, before we get into today's episode, this is just a brief disclaimer. Just because I say something in today's episode does not mean that they are my set in stone thoughts and opinions that are set for life. Just like you, I'm an ever-growing human and I'm ever-evolving and my thoughts can change on a day-to-day basis and at any time of my life. Thank you and enjoy this episode. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Chaos in the Attic or welcome to Chaos in the Attic if you're new here. I hope this episode finds you happy, well and full of holiday cheer and spirit because I'm actually recording this today on Christmas Day. It's the 25th of December and obviously you've already had your Christmassy time. If you do celebrate and you've indulged and enjoyed yourself and had a lot of good loving time and warming coziness so wishing that for you but I want to just say I've said this last episode but to say it again that it's literally a couple of days we're just a few days away from 2020 I was gonna say 2023 Wait, is it 2023? Oh my god, I think it is 2023. Which is, look, if it's not 20, oh no, it's 2022. Okay, look, my mind is all over the place right now. If someone asks me how old I am, I get confused. So if I get the year wrong, obviously I'm just all bundled, bundled, just all messed up with numbers right now. But um, yeah, I can't believe that in just literally couple of days it's gonna be 2022 and it kind of feels like 2020 2021 2022 we're all just meshing through it all and you know what i personally have a feeling this is not all gonna end until like 2025 maybe 2026 so i'm just going along with the flow of it all and like i said if you listen to my i think it was my previous um episode or the two episodes ago I just said, you know what, I'm just riding with the waves and going with the flow and surrendering to the unknown because I feel like that's just the theme for these next couple of years with COVID still up in the air, all these different variants coming in and no one really knowing what's going on and how to really handle themselves. The only thing you can do is do whatever you are doing in the moment and just taking those actionable steps, whatever steps that you can take and not wait for anything because I just feel like the more you wait on something the less productive you are and the more you're just going to be anticipating something it's going to die out and you're never going to take action on those things (laughs) okay I'm like already getting into it so before I really get into it um I want to just say that I have had quite a bit of chaos in my attic and the chaos 
that I'm specifically talking about is I'm sure is something that we all fall into, which is panicking or getting really bad anxiety over someone else's truth and then believing that because that's their truth that it needs to apply to us. For example, if someone has an experience with a specific thing, then you start to believe that, oh, you're supposed to have that exact same experience with that thing as well. And this happened to me in terms of a health situation where I'm just like, okay, if that's true for this person, if that's true for X, Y, and Z people, then maybe it's true for me and maybe I should be panicking, maybe I should be worried. And I really got into that unhealthy spiral of just panic that I know was not going to do me anything and was only making me feel more anxious and more upset. So what I did was I stopped myself in my thoughts and took a deep breath in. What I always encourage anyone to do when they are in a state of anxiety, panic, is take three deep breaths in and start to count to three, count backwards, forwards, whatever you want to do, and then start naming things that you have that are functioning. For example, I have two eyes and I can see. I have a nose, I can breathe and I can smell. I have a mouth, I can speak and I can taste. I have hands, I can feel and I can touch. I have ears, I can listen and I can hear. And just continuing down your body through your organs, your feet, I have feet to stand on, to move, to walk, to run, to dance. I have bones that keep me standing, that have muscles that hold those bones. I have blood that runs through my body. I have a heart that is beating. I have a brain that is thinking and that is why I can think and why I am thinking about whatever is going on in my head and just listing those things. So that's the first thing I would encourage anyone to do with any state of panic or anxiety. Um, and then I, once I ca- cooled myself down from that, that state, I was just like, you know what? There are two truths to everything. In fact, there are multiple truths to everything. And just because that one thing is true to those people, to that person, that doesn't mean that it's, it needs to be true for me. True truths can exist, two things can exist and still be true. Two thoughts can still exist and still be true based on the exact same thing. For example, some people are very sensitive to caffeine. Others are not. Does that mean that the people who are sensitive to caffeine are in the wrong or that the people who are not not sensitive to caffeine are wrong? No. Those two truths can still exist. And at the end of the day, what I kept telling myself is, I'm here now and that's all that matters. All that matters is this moment right now that I'm alive, I am breathing, I am well. So even if that truth might exist, and it's really hard obviously for me to explain this without getting into the exact thing, but even if that that truth um might might eventually be true for me or was true for me and I'm or is, is true for me and I'm not aware of it. All that matters is that right now 
what is true for me is that I'm alive and I'm breathing and I'm well. That's all that matters. What comes after it, what, come, what came before it, doesn't matter. It's not in my present moment. It's not something that I need to worry about. So that is how I dealt with that chaos in my attic this week. And now let's get into more of how this chaos can trickle down in different ways, which is obviously panic and anxiety. And that panic and anxiety can come with New Year's, obviously holiday seasons, being around family, whatever different triggers can always happen during the holiday seasons. But with New Year's specifically, I feel like a lot of us put a lot of pressure on ourselves, whether that is to have our New Year's resolutions, to have this extravagant event, to do something crazy, to you need to commemorate that moment going into the next year with something. There's just a lot of pressure. And the way I personally like to look at it is that truly, it's just another day. Just like today is the 25th, tomorrow's going to be the 26th. Oh my God, it's not Christmas anymore. Or even going on to the 27th. Oh my God, it's not the 26th anymore. There's always, it's just always another day. There's always a day passing and it's to be more accepting of it and to not really focus on what that day means. Because I can, I can decide that the 27th is this extravagant day for myself and be like, the 27th is a day that life happens for me, you know? doesn't have to be the 1st of January. doesn't have to be my birthday date. It can be any day of the year. And I also kind of got into this on my birthday episode, which was called, I think, The Birthday Blues. But yeah, New Year's Day is just another day. It's just another day moving us forward in time. And that's all it is. It's nothing so crazy to really get wild about. But in saying that also, that is just to relieve pressure off yourself. And you, sh- in your own way, if you want to mark any specific time, any, it doesn't matter whether it's New Year's Day or a different day, but to always just have a day or a, or even at the end of every week at the end of the day which is what I love to do at the end of the day celebrate whatever I achieved in that day so whatever that is for you whatever that time frame is for you to just celebrate the, all the achievements that you did during whatever time to whatever time if it's at an hour you know from one o'clock to two o'clock oh I achieved x y and z or like I said at the end of the day at the end of the week at the end of the month whatever it is for you to always just acknowledge your achievements to reflect and that's all it is all of these days are just days of reflection all of these markers in time are days of reflection of seeing where you were once and where you are now and it's not about getting down on yourself or putting that pressure on yourself is just about, again, reflection, seeing how you can improve or better yourself or attract more, whatever it is that you want to call in, that's really what it is. It's like with the new moons and the full moons. Full moons are for releasing and letting go of what no longer serves you. And then new moons are usually the time where you start setting new intentions. So it's just, again, 
a time marker, a timestamp. Another thing is this whole idea of going for this extreme celebration. Personally, I think parties are very overrated. I'm not a party girl, never was, never enjoyed partying, not even in high school, not even in college. I'm just not a party person at all. And um, I think I've only spent two New Year's at a party. Every other New Year, I spent it alone. And if I'm being honest, the ones that I spent alone have always been the most enjoyable New Year's. And it's because I'm giving myself intimate time. I'm giving myself the time to reflect, the time to enter, if you want to view it that way, enter a new era with, with like just that goodness of self-love, of self-care. And that's really how I see it. I just feel like parties are... And don't get me wrong, like that's just personal. Like Obviously, if you enjoy your parties and that's how you want to enter the new year and that's what works for you, do you. Like, really great. Like, it's obviously a lovely thing to, like, celebrate as well and to, like, get go into a new year, go into a new era with, surrounded by people and full of love and whatever. Like, that's a cool thing too. But I'm just saying personally for me, that's what I enjoy to do. Plus, I never stay up till, till 12 a.m. Like, I don't know. I just don't stay up till midnight. It's just not my thing. I sleep early. Man, I'm in bed at like 7.30, 8 p.m. So I'm like a really old person right now saying this. Sounds like I'm like a freaking grandma. But that's just me, you know. So I just, I'm just saying this to basically take the pressure off of, the new, of New Year's Day. Take the pressure off making those resolutions because it's just another day. But again, if you want to get into the resolutions part... I do kind of want to talk about my personal ideas of how you can grow within in 2022. I know I said in my New Year's resolutions episode, which was a New Year feelings, I said not to focus on actionable goals and to focus more on feelings. And that is still very true to me. I think that it's so important to focus on the feeling because when you're focusing on a feeling more than an action, you can constantly adjust, you can constantly adjust the actions so that they are matching with the way you want to feel. Because if you're forcing the action more than the feeling, then the action might start to work against the feeling and you can start feeling depleted really quickly, which is why a lot of people end up falling out of that of their resolutions and giving up on them and whatever because it's not about giving up or giving in or doing them or not doing them it's just about focusing on the feelings that you want to feel so in saying that I'm gonna share a couple of things feelings that I want to feel during this new year and how I'm going to attach certain actions with it but again these are very personal to me. And secondly, these actions can always change. This is just what I know to be true right now for me. Doesn't mean it's going to be true for me in a month. Maybe in a month's time, doing those things are not going to make me feel the way that I want to feel. So just keeping that in mind also for you. So maybe this is something that you can do along with me. But the first thing I really want to 
be feeling is expansive and I want to feel intellectual and I'm going to tie these two together because I feel like I can find an action step that would work for both and that action step for those two specifically for me would be to read more. I am someone who really enjoys reading like I enjoy a good book my only issue with books is that it's hard for me to find one that can keep my interest, can keep me engaged, because my mind drifts off so easily. I think the only books that I've ever read in my life that has kept my attention span like full on throughout every single line and page and chapter I've read are Harry Potter and The Vampire Diaries, and both I read when I was very young. So... Yeah, if anyone has specific books that can really keep my mind engaged, let me know because I have already started to make a collection, well, just like a written collection of all the books I want to read. But that is one way I'm going to be supporting both those feelings that I want to feel because I feel like when I read more, I'm expanding my brain more, whether that is fictional, non-fictional, um, self-help books. I personally don't like self-help books, but there are certain like spiritual self-help books that are a little different. They're not really self-help. They're just a little different, which I do enjoy reading those. One of them, I think I've mentioned like way, way long ago. I don't even remember when I mentioned it, but it's called the, um, sorry, it's called Robes by Penny Kelly. Um, those are one of those books that is like, it's not really it's not a self-help book and it's not it's more of a spiritual I don't know whatever anyways look into the book if you're interested but that's one way I'm going to use both of those and I feel like when I am reading I am again make in increasing my knowledge and I'm being expansive in that way I'm expanding my vocabulary expanding my brain my culture my whatever you want to call it and I want to say, now this is very far, a very far reach for what I want to, uh, what I'm going to say now as my actionable step, but it's to, because I like to get a little bit more specific with things, I want to say I want to be reading four books a month, which means one book a week. And the reason why is not because I'm trying to do something crazy or whatever, but there are just so many books in the world and I love books. I love, love, love books and I admire so many authors and writers and I wanna be able to read all the books of like all the writers that I, I love and all the books that I've been wanting and holding onto for years. So that's the reason why I have that goal. But in saying that, I also recognize that that might not be very realistic in the beginning firstly getting adjusted to it i don't know what's gonna come my way i don't know what work i'm more work is gonna be on on like what more what work i'm gonna take on so what i will say is that my goal is to read two to four books a month because i think that is more realistic than saying one to four but my like if i'm really gonna like throw it out there i would say one to four, realistically, two to four. So that is one way that I'm choosing to follow those feelings of feeling expansive and intellectual, more intellectual.
Now, another thing that I want to feel is vibrant. To me, what that means is how I show up in the world and also what I take in. So that can tie into everything again. That can tie into the reading. I can feel more vibrant from becoming more intellectual, from expanding my brain. But other ways I can feel more vibrant are through how I show up for other people, being more of service, trying to be more supportive in whatever way I can. And that's obviously not something controllable because I don't know when someone's going to need me, but that's also not about only showing up for people when they're being needed, but also asking if I can be of service and doing it when my cup is full. Because if my cup is half full and I'm doing that, it's going to start feeling heavy and like I'm just going to start resenting the person. So doing it when I'm also in a good state of mind because I want to show up with my full vibrant self and a full, fully just knowing of my state of mind. Another thing to feel more vibrant for me, honestly, when I think of the word vibrant in itself, I think of green and that is nourishing my body, nourishing my body with all the vitamins and all the minerals and truly nourishing my body, taking the time to really indulge in my food, to indulge in the cooking, the process of it, because honestly, a lot of the time, I either rush through it and not because of anything other than I eat a lot so like it just makes it easier for me but also because of just I'm like not I'm not being present with myself when I'm like doing these actions and I do see a difference that when I am being more present and I am really indulging in each bite and in the cooking of the food there's a whole lot of difference so that's another way and that also ties into me wanting to feel more healthy I want to feel more healthy, so I want to be more present in my body. I want to feel more vibrant in my body. I want to feel strong. And that strength comes both physical and mental and emotional. So the only way I can do that, well, physically, is to start shaping a more structured, well, I have a structured workout routine, but to level it up. And that's something, again, that I will do with myself and I'll figure that out with myself. I don't need to get into the logistics of that here. But if that's something that you're concerned about is one of the things that you want to feel is more strong and that's more of a physical thing, then I would encourage you to like look at your current workouts or the current movement that you're doing and how can you just level it up, level it up a little bit? Is it adding increasing your weights a little bit is it adding a little something here and there a little banded work is it finding yourself a trainer to like once a week or something like that going to a group fitness class once a week just to like change things up whatever it means to you that's what I would say but to feel more strong mentally and emotionally to me that is committing to my self-care committing to my therapy, which I am very committed to and I love going to therapy, but also that is something that I need to do in the process of 
communicating with people, of seeing how I am in different situations and building myself up, giving myself affirmations, honing in on my affirmations, looking in the mirror and truly being proud of myself and accepting myself and looking in the mirror and being like, damn girl, you are so freaking strong and incredible and it all ties into confidence as well, which is another thing I want to feel. So a lot of things that just all tie in together in that way can work hand in hand. Um, I feel like there's like so many more things that I can get into and in how I want to feel, feeling more abundant. And feeling more abundant to me is just can mean a lot of different things, obviously financially, but also spiritually abundant. And that is the acceptance that, you know, I have everything that I need. And that is something that I truly believe. I do have everything I need. And really celebrating in that and recognizing like, oh, I do have everything I need and I have everything and more. Saying that to myself every time I'm about to do something. For example, if I'm getting in my car, wow, I have a car. I'm so grateful. Wow, I'm sitting on a chair. I'm so grateful that I have a chair to sit on. Gratitude equals abundance, equals love, equals acceptance, equals so much. And that is true abundance in my, my, from my perspective. Another way that I want to improve my abundance is or feel more abundant is by doing the things that I love so much more. Like I've really taken these last two weeks since I got back home to really indulge in all the things and really invest my time in all the things that I truly find so enjoyable to do no matter how embarrassing some of the things are like honestly I'm even maybe a little too embarrassed to admit here which is like filming reels filming whatever like little content videos taking pictures producing content reading um okay reading is not something I feel impressed by but like really like drawing creating art creating recipes like these are things that I truly enjoy dressing up and yeah that can seem a little materialistic or vain in some way but you know what it makes me feel abundant it makes me feel good it makes me feel vibrant so whatever who cares about what anyone else thinks and to be more embracing also that's what i want to feel i want to feel more i said confident and yeah i guess that is the best way to to put this is by just embracing yourself more this year like truly who cares what anyone else thinks if you're proud of yourself and if you're feeling good in what you're doing just embrace that don't feel the need to explain yourself don't try to explain yourself period and if someone asks whatever you just you're just doing your thing like who cares doesn't matter what they think and people are always going to have an opinion, good or bad, whatever it is. And if, you know, people are only going to hate because they want you to hate yourself. And if you hate yourself, then you're like joining in the misery because, you know, misery loves company. And screw that. 
love loves company too so the more you embrace and you love yourself the more abundance you feel the more gratitude and the more you step into this new year with that full potential that you are and all that you can exude this year that's what you're gonna attract so set those intentions of how you want to feel think of ways of how you want to achieve those feelings and again they're just temporary actionable steps because we don't know if they're gonna change or not and just go for it shoot for the stars shoot for above the stars shoot for the freaking i don't know (laughs) infinity and beyond and just give yourself all the love and you know what screw new year's if you're listening to this on monday get started go for it go for whatever you want to go for just Take those steps right now because every moment is a moment to act on. Every moment is a moment in time that you can move yourself forward, that you can progress yourself forward. And I'm going to say this, and I'm truly not saying this to want to attract whatever, like money or anything like that, but truly, like find that support team. And I always say I am a certified health coach. And I feel like a lot of people misunderstand what that means and they think that that specifically talks about nutrition. But no, I will support you on whatever journey you're on and guide you through that with whatever journey that is for you and help you take those actionable steps. And I will be that mentor for you that, that, why can't I think of the freaking word? That, okay, I can't think of the word. I will be a support person for you to oh your accountability partner whatever you want it to be and I will check in on you and make sure that all of your dreams are coming true because for some people that is all they need they just need that background support because that's all I am I'm just in the background so again obviously if you want to work with me all my information is linked down in the show notes as always so literally wishing you the best new year the best week before new year's and wishing you all the love and happiness and joy and sending so so much good blessings on you because you know we're entering a new year and we need all of that love right now and you know we always need it so (laughs) um to end off with a tip This is actually, I'm going to end off with two tips. And the first one, the second one I just came up with in the morning because I remembered it. And I was like, damn, this ties into the episode perfectly. Which the first one is cook everything with broth, whether that's vegetable broth or bone broth, whatever, chicken broth, whatever broth you want. But cooking like your vegetables, your, your... your grains, your whatever it is that you're like heating up and you usually use water or whatever you use, try adding broth in. It just amplifies the taste, amplifies the minerals, the vitamins, all. And what a great way to like just boost that nutrition and nourish yourself in that way. But the second thing I'm going to say is 
if you really want to, you know, go all out for New Year's, personally, this is how I'm going to go all out on New Year's, is watching the Harry Potter reunion on HBO Max. And this is so funny. I literally mentioned Harry Potter earlier and I didn't even think, I for, completely forgot about this tip that I was going to mention this tip. So, yeah, watch Harry po- the Harry Potter reunion on New Year's because I think it comes out on New Year's Day. And just literally invest in i literally literally just got hbo max for harry potter a week ago because i'm like i'm getting ready i'm all in for harry potter harry potter is my life my world and everything and i will do anything for harry potter literally anything (laughs) so (laughs) that's how i'm gonna spend my new years and i encourage you to spend your new years like that too because harry potter is the best anyways on that note Hope you had a happy holiday this weekend and I wish you all the greatness of 2022 and see you next year. Bye!